But if you don't take anything else from this conversation, think about the food you're eating and serving your family. Do your best because your life literally depends on it, right? You got one body, but invest in yourself. You are absolutely, and your family is absolutely worth it. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Eddie Stone, the CEO of Touchstone, coming back to the program. I really like this company, and people know that I've been selling their products for a while, but he has this new uh, promotion going on where they're giving out $5, just shipping. It's a free product now for you to try it for $5, and it's it's a fulvic acid, which he's going to explain what it is. This mineral, um, he's going to, it's just so dense and rich in minerals, but it really is um, the carrier help. He'll explain the carrier to help you absorb these minerals. And most of us are lacking this. And he also puts it in with the zeolite, which everybody knows the zeolite is a heavy metal detox. So we're going to talk about whether zeolite detoxes graphene oxide. Just try it out. It's only four, five dollars. There's nothing to lose. I'm very excited to be able to bring this to you because how often do you get the opportunity to try such a quality product for five bucks? I, so I have a link here. You got to use the link because you can't just go to Touchstone uh, website directly. You got to use the link in order to get this promotion. I'm the only one in this week that is being able to run it. So if you want the $5 promotion, you got to get it for me this week. And it starts August 1st and it runs through the end of the 7th. Okay, before I get into this, I want to talk a little bit about Lisa Temple. People, if you haven't seen that show, my three-part video series, it is just incredible. Her story kind of reminds me a little bit of Timothy Holmseth, what he was going through when he ran into the pedophile networks and how hard they go after you and make stuff up just to try to get rid of you and put you in prison and intimidate you. She's going through some of this, but in Ireland, and in Ireland is the center of the beast on these occult, you know, groups and things. And so she's dealing with a lot of uh, really crappy people. But I got to tell you, just so you know, because people are very concerned about her, that she is out and they pushed the date of the, they're doing a new trial and she has a lot of, they added new charges. They did all stuff. There's all these things that she needs to talk about. She is not safe yet, but she's safer than if she would be in prison waiting to do her full-blown trial. So you'll learn. I have um, a show that I'm going to be putting a short update. It's not actually short. I can never do anything short. It's not that short, but I'll be doing an update pretty soon. I'll air it, I, I believe, like on Wednesday. I have um, a couple things I have to get done before I can air this. And But I just wanted to tell you that she is safe for those of you who are just so concerned. I got to tell you, I was very, very concerned for her life. I was calling people all over the place to see if they could help her. And um, I'm just so glad she's safe. And if you haven't seen those shows, I really highly recommend that you watch it. And this update you should, you should listen to because it gives you a really good idea of what they do to people who are um, going after pedophiles or even people, families and their children and take their children away. And But she wanted to send a message, and I'm going to tell you this right now. She wanted to send a message that she's still okay and to give people courage and to give people a motivation to keep fighting and to keep going because she's okay and she's going through all this and she's still making it and she's fine and that all we need is more people coming together to fight this system. 
So anyways, that'll be coming up soon. And before we get into this, go to my website, please support my other affiliates, support all my affiliates and sign up for my newsletter, share my work. It's how it gets out there. And let's get into this really interesting and informative conversation with Eddie Stone. Hi, Eddie. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Sarah. Wonderful to have a chance to uh, speak again. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed our last conversation. So I'm glad you're coming back on. You're going to be educating our listeners quite a bit. I, I want to yeah. talk about, and this is something that's been talked about quite a bit in on different channels, but no, you know, the mass media, our mainstream science, they just won't talk about it. But our soil, our soil is bad. It doesn't, our food isn't getting what it needs from its soil. How bad of a situation are we in? And is it prevalent all over the world or just in certain parts? And can you help us understand how bad we're, of a situation we're really in? Yeah, I can. And, and, and let me just say right at the outset that I've got a lot of empathy for those in the farming community. Um, they've been faced with all kinds of price pressures and regulatory pressures that really have sort of put them in a corner. And for a lot of them, they'd probably make a different set of decisions that would impact the quality of soil uh, if there were just more economic freedom uh, from their standpoint. So I just I want to say that right out front because I have this deep appreciation for our farming community, what they do, in some cases, generational families trying to hold on to to family farms. And what we can really point towards as a, a major corporate culprit here is what's happening with what I call uh, corporate farming, which is less invested in what happens in a farming community and the quality of soil over generations. And then we've also got to recognize that uh, climate change, whatever the whatever the reasons are, um, I, I don't want to have I, I don't have that debate, but whatever those reasons are, is also impacting soil. And so here's here's something for people to think about. Sort of the the true miracle of life or food, right, is when seed and soil, sunlight and water collide, right, and and we get the growth of of food that we can consume and draw nutrients from. One of the things that we don't think too much about is that the quality of what's grown is really dependent upon the soil. And it's not just the mineral content, which we're going to talk a little bit more about today, but also the microorganisms that live in that soil that play a vital role in sort of the quality from a visual and a taste standpoint, but also from a nutritional density standpoint of fruits and vegetables. And I'm, I'm not even talking about, you know, exotics. I'm talking about things from corn to broccoli, and they can go all the other way. You know, you talk about something like uh, kiwis. And over decades and decades of, of basically over-farming the same plots because of economic pressure, not being able to allow soil to rest on a natural rotation, or even the fact that a lot of farmers now have to go from one season to the next with the same crop or the same field. They're no longer in a position to really turn uh, plants once they've reached maturity and been harvested back in the soil to recreate this uh, material to to basically act as internal fertilizers. And so through these types of farming practices, what we have is soil that's devoid largely of microorganisms that are necessary for good, healthy fruits and vegetables. A lot of that is coming from not just the things I've mentioned, but if you consider the hundreds 
in billions of pounds of herbicides, fungicides, pesticides that are used in growing today's commercially uh, viable fruits and vegetables, they're not really drawing anything out of the soil from a mineral standpoint to create the mineral complexity that you would normally have found in, say, fruits and vegetables 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. I mean, this is really a, a modern problem more than it is, say, a, a problem outside of that context, the way things used to be done. And so it's a, it's a challenge, right? And when you when you look at this and you say, okay, what's the solution? The man-made solution, which I'm thankful for because it keeps us out of the deepest levels of trouble, is to constantly use uh, fertilizers made from petrochemicals or herbicides, fungicides made from petrochemicals. But we're sort of shortcutting the process. And at the end of the day, what you and I are eating and what our families are eating is just doesn't really have the same nutritional density that it once did. And of course, so we we pay a price. If you look at the statistics out there, I think it's nine out of 10 individual people are absent of, of some levels of minerals that are necessary uh, for proper health, for vitality. Uh, we have nutrient deficiencies beyond just mineral deficiencies. And so we become more vulnerable to degenerative diseases, things like cancer, cardiovascular disease, even the development of diabetes and other uh, issues where lifestyle, what you consume, what you don't consume really plays a role. So this is a critical issue that while we're trying to return more soil back to sustainable practices and even organic, I don't know that we can keep pace with what's happening around us. And so it's a challenge. It's a challenge we all face and we we need to confront in some way if vitality, if you know, getting the most out of your years, not just living uh, is a priority for a person. Well, let me ask you, is this a problem all over the world or is it pretty much just a problem in some of the developed countries or is it even worse in some other areas? Yeah. You know, if you look at it, there's always going to be places where soils in better shape than others. Uh, there are blue zones around the world. Um, here, close to us in North America, there are two. One's in Loma Linda, California, uh, uh, surrounded by a community of Seventh-day Adventists that's largely driven by lifestyle. And for those that don't know about the blue zones, it's basically when you're outliving sort of the local population by a decade or more based upon all circumstances. And so this sort of identifies these blue zones and Sardinia off of Italy, that island has one, but Costa Rica has one. And those places, they don't have as many, what I would call modern techniques of farming or commercial farming techniques. And so the soil has more of a sustainable um, rotation just in terms of how things are grown. And so in those places, right, you don't see this as prevalent. The nutrient density of fruits and vegetables is a little better. But in around the world, just given population well, can I hold, and the other factors. Can I ask yeah. you, you're talking about the blue. So is there pretty much a direct correlation in the blue zones? Their soil is better, period. The soil is better for the most part. Not every blue zone is of the same reason. But clearly, if you go into places where there are more sustainable practices, when there's less uh, petroleum-based additives put into soil, whether we're talking about fertilizers or herbicides, fungicides, pesticides, uh, those soils, those soil environments are, are, are better and the fruits and vegetables coming out of them are going to have greater nutritional density. So for the most part, when you look at the developed part of the world, um, 
those commercially grown fruits and vegetables just just don't have it, right? It's just not the same. And so what we have access to is not of the same quality. Okay. So in the United States, I mean, it's just the same everywhere we're getting our food is because we're not getting it from the blue zone. <laughs> we're getting it from the, the most of people are getting it from the heavily uh, mechanized, you know, agricultural areas. Now we're having a hard time with fertilizer. Fertilizer is being, um, you know, the supply chain for fertilizer. If they don't use the fertilizer, will the food not only not have the nutri- nutrients, but it won't grow properly? Well, the the, ch- the challenge is for for most farming commercial farming concerns in the western developed parts of the world, that fertilizer they're using is a nitrogen based fertilizer, which can grow something to be pretty, but it can be shallow at the same time in terms of its nutrient density. What's really the culprit here is monoculture is what it's referred to farming techniques which means instead of rotating crops, instead of resting fields for certain periods of time, and they they simply can't afford it, right? I'm not trying to come down on those farmers that are involved in that. There's a whole lot of other dynamics that are creating these pressures, but the bottom line is if you only use the nitrogen, if you only use the herbicides, fungicides, pesticides, you really wind up with dead soil. You know, you can go look this up on Google as to what those impacts are. And so they try to revive it, right, with the nitrogen-based fertilizers. But clearly, our argument would be it's not enough because at the end of the day, uh, you're making growing substandard fruits and vegetables, right? So there's fundamental satisfaction that you put calories in somebody's hands. But have you given them the optimal tool they need to manage and and support their health and the health of their family? Uh, We'd argue very strongly that, that they're not getting it. Well, so when I go to the store and I like to get the apple that looks bigger and brighter and just looks amazing, that probably isn't that healthy for me because it it's only like that based, based on the chemicals. And I mean, will naturally well-grown fruits and vegetables with rich mineral soil, will that grow big, fat, juicy apples or is that coming from the the, the fertilizer? Well, the, the answer is is yes right to both parts meaning this you can you can grow great looking juicy wonderful tasting fruits and vegetables apples with organic practices and crop rotations and things like that but the yield is less and so that farmer has made a decision right that they're not just going to focus on yields which may increase their bottom line but there's other issues at work that are priorities for them in terms of the crop they're doing. And so you could literally have an apple um, from two different uh, farms, farming communities that may look similar, but one just be richer in nutrients because it was grown in a non-monoculture farming techniques, right? And so one thing I tell people is, and, and I'm not saying this is easy, but know a little bit about where your food comes from. You know, ask a grocer, most grocery chains, even the very large ones these days, have organic sections, but they also have greater information about the conventional grown fruits and vegetables in their grocery store. If you can find something that tells you the farm it came from, if there's a name, if there's a picture of that farmer and you believe it's legitimate information, very likely they've got a story to tell, and that story would be important to you and your family as you're making those purchases. So just like anything, right, if you could learn to be just slightly a little bit of a tire kicker, 
uh, when you're buying the fruits and vegetables for your household, like you might be discerning when you buy an automobile, you'll be better for it. I, I would argue you'll have better tasting fruits and vegetables, but you certainly would have them uh, that are better for you. That makes sense. One thing that you talk about a lot is fulvic acid. What the heck is fulvic acid and why is it not in, it, it's not in food unless you're in naturally mineral rich environments? So we're all missing it, apparently. What, yeah. what, what is this and why are we missing it? Um, when you talk about fulvic acid, for those that, that are unfamiliar, fulvic acid is basically plant material that is distilled in soil over time. It's sort of whatever that plant material was made of is kind of returned to the soil. And so the micronutrients and, and other organic substances that are there now are components of the soil, right? And you might think of traditional farming techniques as where this has really become enhanced. Some would argue if we went back a couple hundred years ago in the richest farmlands in the United States, that top layer was essentially fulvic acid-based top layers, what we might refer to as topsoil. And oh. so it's very rich, it's easy to grow in, requires less uh, fertilizers, but requires a little care to maintain. And so fulvic acid has that value from a, from a soil standpoint. What it provides is a rich source of minerals and other nutrients that then grow up through the root systems and eventually make them way into the, the fruits or the vegetables that you're picking from the plants or the vine or whatever it happens to be. And those minerals, um, those other nutrient substances that are found there, they're really vital to our own health. We don't often spend a lot of time thinking about uh, micronutrients and, and minerals in combination, but your body is essentially an electrical system, right? There's next to it. I'm not trying to make it overly simplified, but to run properly, you need minerals. You need trace minerals, and these trace minerals are often found if you get the right source, the rich sources of fulvic acid. And so if we were to go and look today and just take traditionally purchased, um, conventionally grown fruits and vegetables, the amount of fulvic material in those fruits and vegetables is greatly diminished from what it, what it was, say, 50, 60, 70 years ago. So now that aspect of nutrients and, and, and other values found in our diet are missing. So, but what does that do for you? Is it the, the mechanism for helping to get the minerals and vitamins into your body? Or, is, I mean, what really does that do for you then? Because if it's missing, you know, is it a big deal if the vitamin C is still there? Yeah, so it 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 has a, a big impact in a couple ways, and I'm I'm going to give you sort of an analogy. I don't know if you're a bit of a movie buff. I, I like movies. Do you remember Jason Statham, the actor that was in the series, the Transporter series? No, but I, I, our oh, listeners okay. might. <laughs> so for your action hero, uh, the people that like action heroes uh, 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 in, in your audience, they'll know that name, right? He was the Transporter. Essentially, those minerals, fulvic acid, acts as a transporter. And so in its presence, whatever nutrient values are in the food or the meal that you're eating are more bioavailable. They essentially act as little transporters, making sure they make it into the cells, remembering that by most estimations, we have 100 plus trillion cells in our body. And so if you really want to draw the nutrients uh, from the foods that you're eating, uh, that fulvic, those trace minerals are really critical because they transport into the cells. And in fact, it's it's critical because it's part of how the body maintains uh, life, so to speak, right? If you don't have the proper balance of, say, 
calcium and potassium, the cells can't function properly, right? And so you need access to those things. So it is critical. It would be best if it all came from diet, but absent of that, that people have access through supplements or whatever happens to be to these trace minerals and the other types of materials you find in fulvic if you want to optimize health, because here's the other places it impacts you. It impacts your gut health, which in turn impacts your immune system, properly responding to whatever's around you, or even the production of serotonin, which affects the mood in your body. Those minerals impact the function of your central nervous system, right? That signal uh, process that's going out throughout the body uh, so the body can react from an immune system standpoint, hormonally, emotionally, flight or fight, you know, whatever all these other mechanisms are, these are all aspects of how the body is internally communicating. And so when you find people that's lives really are based upon an ultra processed food diet, they're not getting a variety of, of trace minerals, minerals just in general, fulvic type of material in their diet, they're generally unhealthy. They look unhealthy. They don't yeah. rest well. These things impact the quality of your health. They don't have good energy. ATP production, which is cellular energy and the basis by which everything sort of happens in, a, in the human body, uh, that production falls apart. That mitochondria needs access to those trace minerals to function properly and create energy in the cell. And so we would call it a linchpin. Can you survive on diminished levels of trace minerals for a period of time? Absolutely. Can you live the fullest life you could? Otherwise, you cannot. Well, let me ask you, because there's you know, uh, depression is over the top. I mean, we're just having an ap epidemic of depression. We're having an epidemic of obesity. We're having people are tired. I mean, we have, and there's many reasons, right? I mean, we have pollution in the air. We have um, electromagnetic waves hitting us constantly. People don't think of folic acid. They don't think of vitamins and minerals, although some people are, because I'm talking about it a lot too, the vitamins and minerals. You have to be fully nourished in order to feel good. But I haven't talked a lot about folic acid or ever. And if you took it, would it make a huge difference in how you feel? And how many people, maybe I'll ask this question first, how many people do you think are lacking it now? In our country, oh, I, I'm I'm going to guess 90 plus percent. I mean, if you kind of consider the American diet, and it's not just American diet; it's a lot of the developed world, largely based upon sort of the go-go lifestyle that everyone has. You're you're talking about estimations of 95 percent of calories being consumed coming from ultra-processed foods, which are not going to have fulvic-based materials or trace minerals in those foods, right? And so. This whole adage about being sick and tired of being sick and tired is really where a lot of people are because just those basic plant-based uh, biomaterials necessary for proper function of your cell are just sort of missing from their diet. And so you, you mentioned metabolism, right? Just like the central nervous system or the hormonal system in the body, your metabolism cannot prompt function properly without a nice balance of, of minerals. And in, in fact, a, a good friend of mine in Wilmington, North Carolina, I'm in the Raleigh-Durham area, Debbie, um, she recently added some fulvic to her diet. And it was sort of that last piece of the puzzle with her other habits that had helped her not just better control her weight, but lose some weight and improve her fitness, right? Not everybody's going to have the same outcome, but most people I work with, when they start thinking about these types of issues, 
trying to improve their dietary habits and lifestyle, finding good supplements to mix in there for those things that are missing, see a health outcome that's improved energy levels, sleep, oftentimes better, able to control weight, and, and other issues of that kind that are really just representative of a lifestyle that's not giving their body the best chance. So basically, a lot of people who are very healthy, they're working really hard to become healthy, this can be that last element that they just don't realize because it's not talked about much. It's, it's not well understood. And so they think that they're doing everything and they're ready. They're just frustrated. And then this, and you've seen it, you're saying is that people take this and like, Oh, this is what I've been missing. It, it, it doesn't surprise me. And I get these calls every day about somebody that says, I haven't done anything different and this has gotten better or this has improved. It, it turns out that for a lot of people, it's that final piece of the puzzle. You know, I can't say sure what percentage of people, I don't know what everybody's eating and what they're doing, but I know for a lot of the people we work with, and we work with tens and tens of thousands of people around the globe, right? And, and we're in these dialogues and conversations with them. And, and we know when you start, you start, you start to put that key in there and unlock what happens when you add those minerals, add that fulvic material to a person's diet uh, they can see improvements that are just outstanding from a just quality of life, right? You know, people that are, you know, waking up chronically tired, yep. relying on high energy drinks or excess amounts of coffee or whatever, which leads to bad cycles of craving sugar and all these other uh, dynamics. All of a sudden you clean some of these things up, get that mineral complex into a person's diet. They just simply feel better. And everything performs better, right? Energy level, stamina, ability to concentrate, even executive function. We don't think about how our attitude or how we manage stress or even anger is affected by the resources our body draws on from both sleep, rest, as well as food and things like exercise, right? So all these things have a chance to improve when you address some of these deficiencies in the diet. Yeah, that, that's really great. That makes a lot of sense to me. And so you have a product that I'm, I was really excited to bring you on because you have an opportunity for people to try it for free, essentially, just to pay the shipping. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so we we have worked um, since the start of Touchstone Essentials, right? We just celebrated a 10-year anniversary. And for those that know my story, I've got 30-some years uh, in this industry Thinking about quality of fruits and vegetables, which are you know the things that make up the products that we offer to the public, um, you've got to consider if you want to think about the quality of that to the soil, right? So we've known a lot about fulvic and its importance for a long time. Just now has been the right time for us to introduce that as a supplement. But what we wanted to address is one of the convenient factors as well, because for a lot of people adding one more thing to their routine yes, yes. can just seem sort of overwhelming and daunting. So we have a product we've just released called Fulvic Minerals Plus. It's a three-in-one product. So it has the fulvic that I've been talking about, has also added trace minerals. In this case, we are harvesting them from uh, an organic certified source of trace minerals coming from seaweed. We could do a whole show on seaweed mm -hmm. and its impact on longevity uh, particularly you look in Southeast Asia, uh, Japan, Okinawa, places like that, where we know the seaweed and the trace minerals found there are having a real impact on those populations, also a blue zone in how long they live. And then the last piece for us is we made it three in one because we also added some of our proprietarily processed zeolite product because 
we want to also keep in mind the importance of detox, no yes. matter what discussion we're having, right? Yes. And so fulvic in this case with the trace minerals, uh, with the zeolite can have a direct impact on how the body functions at the cellular level, as well as a tool for helping to manage gut health, a healthy biome. There are going to be people that see relief from everyday indigestion, heartburn because they're using the product. And so it's a great, it's, it's a great product for those that are looking for and they just don't have all the hours every day to spend on these kind of things from a dietary standpoint. So it's a wonderful supplement to people trying to make a difference. And we do, we believe in you and your audience. And so we decided we would make it available um, at a, a discounted price of, of $5 for people that want to try it. Uh, that's about as free as I think we can. Well, it's free because you just it. pay for the shipping. That's why I say it's free. Yeah. That's right. And and so when people do that, um, I'm, I'm sure you'll share a link or show them uh, show them that page, but they can read more about the information I'm sharing, um, see some of the details. But if they decide they want to take the offer, take the offer. It uh, automatically and conveniently uh, puts you on the subscription program at the next best price. And so um, if you decide, though, once you receive the fulvic or something that is just not for you or you can't fit it in your day or whatever that happens to be, uh, they can chat with us, uh, call us, email us, whatever they want to do. No questions asked, and they can turn the subscription off. Uh, I think once people have access to it, they're going to find it so convenient to work with. I put it in my coffee every morning. I drink an organic black coffee every day. I love, I love coffee. I love that little jolt. Yeah. And I, I just put it in there every morning when I get up, it's now sort of part of my routine. And I have to say, I, I, I think my, my habits, my quality of sleep particularly are better for it. Well, I've been working with you for what, almost two years. And I got to tell you, I haven't had a single complaint about your company. I got to be thank honest. And I enjoy you. working with, I don't like multi-level companies usually, but you guys don't operate really like that. And I, I just, your breath of fresh air and how you operate. And so I just, I appreciate you. And, and I, I know my listeners do because there's no complaints and people will complain. <laughs> Trust me. If there's an issue, they'll tell me too, or you'll see it in the comment sections or whatever. You just, with your company, I've been working with you for a couple of years, but I first heard about you from Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Yeah. And, um, and, and she, you know, she just raves about you guys. And that's how I got involved originally. And so I really thought, you know, this is a good thing. And especially the detox, because the time that I started working with you, that was when all the California fires were raging. And we had that, that crap going all the way to the middle of the country where we were, and then also coming down from California. And so people were trying the detox. At that time, you had a promotion with that for $5. They could try the detox and it was getting all that crap out of their system. And this um, is it has that same element in there for the detox now. And I know you don't want to talk about any of the hard stuff because you're, you're very, um, finally you're under a microscope by, by people, by government authorities, but will it get out a graphene oxide and other minerals that people might get in some way? Does it help with that? Yeah, so let me let me let me kind of approach it that way because you're right. We've got to pay attention to the scrutiny of a regulatory community, which I, d I don't want to throw all that away. There are some good things that come about that. You mentioned fires, uh, boy. Here we are this summer, and again, uh, fires in the U.S., fires in Europe, fires in Asia. I, I think we just have to resign ourselves to the fact that that type of pollution is just here with us now, and so it's not just the conventional modern 
pollution. You know, I, I, I call the world we live in this sort of the dirty little secret of it. It's just how toxic it is, right? And so it's just, it's just out there. And so you think about those heavy metals and then other things like graphene oxide, which um, we face exposure to, right? So we don't have direct research on the impact of the zeolite and graphene oxide. But what we do have are research uh, pilot studies and things that are going on at the university levels that are very promising. And so really all I can say is that I think the news is promising. I think the math of it suggests that it's going to have a very uh, positive impact, but I don't have a definitive store, uh, uh, study uh, to bring to the audience. I would, I would hope in the next couple of years there would be something to be very definitive on that front. But I, I personally, in using it, I, I feel like I'm giving my body the best chance to deal with some of those man-made chemicals and preservatives that are just sort of thrust upon us. Well, it works with heavy metals, and we know this is a type of heavy metal. We, you just don't know for sure until you get the actual study that just guarantees that it's going to work. You, because you're um, a scientist in, in how you think, you can't tell somebody, yes, this is going to work for this. But based on the other stuff at work, it, it, that it does work on, there's a high probability it, it will, but we want to do the official studies to make sure and if you want to give yourself the best bet, you should. This is probably the most likely thing that will take out those heavy metals, because it is. I mean, graphene oxide, because it is a heavy metal, although it's a man-made constructed one. Yeah, that that's right. I I, I do think you're giving yourself the best chance uh, possible, and so and I I think we can use common sense sometimes in making these decisions. The other part of it is, you know, we we look for supplement solutions that do not come with contraindications so that safety is first and foremost yep. on our mind. And so this is, again, a product, both the fulvic acid, uh, the trace minerals, as well as the zeolite that don't have a listed contraindication. Um, and so that means for the public at large, there's some level of comfort they can take from that dialogue. I tell anybody, though, that's got a particular medical condition, if you're under doctor's care, if you know there's something that your body reacts poorly to, ask questions, right? Go to your physician, ask questions about any kind of supplement you want to add to your diet. There aren't very many people that mineral supplements are taboo for, but I'm sure that there are. And so just be conscious of those decisions as you make them. Yeah, that makes sense. Now how, you know, some, some of the detox stuff is very aggressive and people can get sick as your body's detoxing. Now, is this I mean, I know the answer to this, but how aggressive is this? And will people get sick as they're detoxing with this? We don't get that feedback. And that's one of the reasons why zeolites particularly have grass status uh, with the FDA, because there's just not that dialogue coming back from consumers. We have a million plus bottles in the marketplace, right? I think we've got 20 plus thousand five-star reviews on the site. So we get a lot of consumer interaction and we just don't hear of, of these breakouts or other acute symptoms that come from, generally speaking, when people are talking about uh, detoxes or cleanses or things of that nature. Uh, it, it's systemic in that you can use it day in and day out, right? It has a systemic quality that you could continue to use it. And it's inert, the zeolite is, in its action in your body. It's going to, in the presence of heavy metals and other uh toxins like that, it's going to, it's going to bind. And since particularly with zeolites, um, they are not essential minerals. So they don't stay in your body for the most part, they're processing out 
in about a four to six hour period of time, just assuming sort of normal uh, renal and, and bowel function. So in that regard, I think of it as a tool I can use day in and day out. I don't have to watch the day I use it, stay close to the toilet type of thing, which happens with people. And we don't want to work with something like that. We don't work with something people can fit into their lives conveniently and, and make it just an everyday tool to get the most help they can. Well, what, what do, else do you need to say to people? I want to make sure that you cover everything that you need to tell people about this before we uh, end, the, end the conversation. Well, you know, first, I, I don't mind saying I, I want people to try the product. Everything we have comes unconditional money-back guarantee. We've got a great AAA rating with the Better Business Bureau. And so you don't have a lot to lose, right? I mean, it's 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 $5. And yeah, the subscription service is easy to walk away from. But if you don't take anything else from this conversation, think about the food you're eating and serving your family. Do your best because your life literally depends on it, right? You got one body, mm -hmm. right? You got one body. You get one shot at this thing to take care of it. And so do your best to make the best decisions you can about the quality of food that you're eating. If you're caught up in a lifestyle of just always restaurants and ultra processed food 24 seven, see if you can't break free of that at some level. Uh, give your body something that looks like food in its shape and its size and its taste and its color. So your body can recognize it. It's bio recognition, how your body digested is so much better. I promise uh, better health is out there, even if it's just subtle tweaks to how you're eating and your lifestyle. Don't give up. If you don't feel good, right, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're not stuck there, right? It may take you a little bit to change if you have it. I'm not talking about flipping your whole lifestyle upside down, but invest in yourself. You are absolutely and your family is absolutely worth it. That's great. I think we'll end with there. I think that's excellent message because people are overwhelmed. They're, they're sick yes. and tired of working so darn hard to be healthy. We didn't have to work that hard when we were young, right? I mean, Agreed. there's a big difference between now. Just looking around how people look compared to what they we looked like when I was young. There's a big difference. Big a big difference. And and you know, just one other thing to consider, right? When people think about food and food cost relative to people's income, food is even less expensive today than it was. Now, I realize we're all dealing with inflationary issues and impacting prices, but just sort of in relative terms, and the quality of the food has been sacrificed to accomplish that. That's not necessarily a good thing for us. No, it's not. It's not, because then what you're going to do is you're going to pay more for medical care. 100%. And I'm not sure that that's not someplace a design. So Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Eddie. I really appreciate this conversation and thank you so much. And I hope people Thanks, take advantage of this. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. So thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye now.